Good afternoon, Romy, and good afternoon to your listeners. It's an absolute pleasure. Always good to have you. Are you big on Valentine's Day? What did you do yesterday? No, I'm not really much of a fan of Valentine's Day, to be honest. So uh, every day for me is kind of Valentine's Day. Ooh, look at you, look at you. <laughs> Let's talk. I mean, not having a very happy Valentine's Day happens to be Manchester City. I know that Timmy's pulling his hair out of his, out of his head because uh, this is his team. How, how did this investigation go down and what exactly are they being found guilty of? Okay, so a couple of years ago, what had happened was uh, UEFA, generally what they do is from all the clubs that participate, of course, in the Champions League, and Manchester City consistently have been uh, in the Champions League since the 2010-2011 season, UEFA generally ask for auditing reports. So all they want to do is they want to check the books, whether there's a balance of the books with regards to, of course, the spending and, of course, the net income that, uh, that does come. And obviously Manchester City would be one of the clubs that would be zoomed in because of the rich ownership of mm. the Abu Dhabis. So what had happened was uh, UEFA a couple of years ago found an irregularity, an accounting fraud that had happened. So what had happened is they tried to you know, spice up the books and, and, and change figures which were not aligned to what UEFA had seen previously before. So then they immediately UEFA had begun the investigation, but uh, despite that, Manchester City was still allowed to compete in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. It only came yesterday, obviously, when uh, the, the auditors or the auditing company that deals with the, or does the, the work for UEFA went ahead and found that the accounting irregularities that happened there. Now, of course, financial flavor is one of them because uh, there wasn't a balance of the books in terms mm-hmm. of net spend and, of course, uh, the, the net income that had happened with regards to Manchester City. Okay. So immediately they found two two sort of irregularities. What the irregularity was, of course, the accounting fraud, but the other was that Manchester City were not able to go ahead and, and balance their books. Now, mm-hmm. what had happened was in previous years is that, I'm going to take PSG, for example. PSG just got slapped on the wrist with a fine. Now, of course, PSG have the Qatari owners, and whatever the fine was, I think if I'm not mistaken, it was 500,000 pounds. I mean, that's just changing the pocket for rich ownership like that. Mm-hmm. UEFA really wanted to... Uh, make a statement. They want you to be bold. They want you to show everyone that, you know what, we're an organization that is, ha- that is harsh on those who you know, commit irregularities in terms of accounting and all of that, and hence the reason why they've gone ahead and punished Manchester City in terms of the banning of the two seasons. But one needs to remember, Romy, uh, Manchester City do have the option of going to the Court of Arbitration mm-hmm. for Sport mm-hmm. in Switzerland, which they are going to be doing. I think a club too big for their stature at this very moment won't go lying down in terms of that. But there's a lot of things going against them. And one of those things is, of course, if Cass looks at the books, which they are going to look at as one of the first priorities, they're going to see that, of course, the accounting fraud was committed and Cass may not be able to overturn it. So it kind of looks very bleak for Manchester City at this very moment. 30 million euros, I mean, what, 25 million pounds. I cannot fathom that amount of money, but it's a lot of money. And, I mean, also, in in terms of this ban, does the punishment have implications for, for City's women's team? Uh, from what we know, uh, there's no understanding of that. They, they've only gone ahead and they've... Uh, They've said it for the senior men's team. So the youth team, okay, doesn't get affected. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the women's team doesn't get affected, from my understanding. Now, of course, uh, the books that they are talking about, or the accounting for that they are talking about, uh, is regards to, of course, the senior men's team. Uh, a lot of, if I'm not mistaken, Sutty's women's team, it does come from the academy. So at this very moment, from what, from what we understand, it's basically the senior men's team 
that will be affected with regards to the banning of UEFA competition. Mm-hmm. So this story, I mean, as much as it breaks now, and yes, you said the books don't balance, so at Cast they might not have um, everything in their favour. But what does it mean for, for the now? Are we going to see this play out? Because I think on the 26th of Feb, they play, uh, who do they play? Madrid? Real Madrid. Yes, 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 Real yeah. Madrid in the, yeah, in the Champions League. Mm. I, it's going to be very difficult because, I mean, imagine being a city player. Imagine being... Pep Guardiola right now, and remember, this is a, this is a guy who's sitting 22 points behind Liverpool and could be 25 by the end of tonight. Of course, they do play West Ham United on Wednesday evening due to uh, uh, storms that happened last week in England. It's not looking good for Manchester City. Uh, Imeric Laporte is yet to be fully fit. I mean, we've seen him uh, uh, come back uh, this uh, uh, this month, and I think he played a few games last month, but there just seems to be a fragility about Manchester City at this very moment. Mm-hmm. And, and Guardiola, I mean, in the last few weeks, has come out and said, well, I'm not a great manager. It's the players that make me that good. And then he says, if I don't win the Champions League, then uh, the Manchester City ownership have every right to sack me. It, it kind of has that, that, that speech that Guardiola is slowly but surely raising the white flag. And it just does not seem to be an ideal moment for Manchester City at this very moment. Of course, I think they will fight. I mean... Uh, the, it will be very awkward if they go ahead and win the Champions League and what do UEFA do? But, you know, it just kind of seems as if this is a club that is sitting very idle at the moment. And they, there seems to be no sense of where they're going to hmm. with regards to after this decision. And, I mean, this is a team that collected 197 points over two seasons. And just a decision like this, being 25 points behind Liverpool, just doesn't bode well for them at this very moment. Yeah, no, it doesn't. And so we watch the media and keep our eye out because I think more will be unfolding from the story as it as it develops for us. Yeah, yeah no, definitely it will be. I think it's going to be a massive story, especially leading up to that first leg at the Santiago Bernabeu in 11 days. I mean, you know, anything can happen from there. I mean, if City do go ahead and knock Real Madrid out, I mean, the momentum changes completely. But if they do get eliminated... I tell you what, there's going to be a massive exodus that's going to happen. And I mean, we can just mention the players, the likes of Kevin De Bruyne. Mm. I mean, the likes of Sergio Aguero, even though he's 35, uh, 34 years old, excuse me. I, you just feel as if the top players from Manchester City will be looking outside of the blue half of Manchester and thinking, maybe it's time for us to make that move. Indeed. Faraz, thank you. Always a pleasure chatting. And thank you whenever we give you a buzz uh, for picking up that phone and being willing to chat to us here at Radio 2000. No, it's an absolute pleasure, Romy, always. Thank you, Faraz Patel, the international journalist, letting us in on uh, Manchester City and what is exactly happening there. But the story has broken, and as he says, in the next 11 days, we we, we watch, we watch and we wait, and uh, we'll see probably more things develop as it happens. We're talking about pressure, pressure in the Absa Premiership, pressure with coaches. I mean, uh, you just heard Faraz.